So the strategies are recovery, discovery, persistency, creativity, and collaboration. And it was really funny. Someone said, there's like, how do you start the book with recovery? And I'm like, well, because we're always recovering from something. Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome, welcome. This is your host, Lucy Liu. And this podcast and episode is for you if you want to design and live a life you are excited to wake up to. And I'm excited to be here because that's what my guest is all about today as well. So my special guest today is Kelly Mashton. She is a best-selling author of the book, Lessons from Obstacle Course, Five Strategies to Conquer the Muddy Fields of Life. She is also a speaker and National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. So one of the top limiting beliefs I hear in life from people is that I'm too old for fill in the blank, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I always say to that, well, how old would you be in three years if you did this? And how old would you be in three years if you didn't do it? Right? We still age, you're still going to be the same age, but with your goal accomplished. And I know you made a leap of faith after 25 years in the financial industries. And you took a big leap actually to completely pivot into the wellness industry, right? Yes, I did. I did. So how did you crush, shatter that limiting belief? Well, I will tell you, I think it's something we just, we still battle like every day, but it's one of, I took my passion and I know it's kind of a hard thing to say as well too, because I don't want to say follow your passion, right? Because that can also lead you down all sorts of really wonky rabbit holes. But what I did, there was a little bit of a a crossover with what I was doing in the financial space, because I was a financial coach and financial educator working with corporate 401k plans. So I did the fiduciary process where I monitored the investments and worked with the plan sponsors, but then I was also meeting with employees and coaching and educating them on financial topics. And health has always been the, I would say, kind of a hobby for myself. And so I kept thinking, okay, there's got to be a way to mesh these two together. And after a lot of thought and a lot of our own health journey, I decided back in 2019, I'm like, okay, to really go for it. And I started looking for how do I bring in, like, what other certifications do I need? What do I need to know? And I came across this thing called being a national board health and wellness coach. And I thought, okay, I'm, I can do this. So I went back to school. I decided to go back to school and just made the t- decision in of 2019. School started March of 2020. Yes, that March. <laughs> so it would, it actually, I think it was really kind of serendipitous. When I say the, the passion part, it was following my interest and figuring and really working through, okay, how do I mesh what I know, what my background is 25 years in the financial services industry and how do I connect where I can affect and change and help people better and more than I am on the financial coaching side of things. That all led into getting the certification. And as I was sitting in the certification process, I'm with all these wonderful health professionals. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm coming from the financial side. What do I bring? And then I had to go through those mental gymnastics of, all right, what can I do? And where I ended up figuring, okay, I know where I can help. I help people plan. And that's one thing that's really missing in the wellness space 
is really putting that whole plan together. And so with just taking some time, some deep breaths and saying, okay, and talking to a lot of people like, okay, what do you think about this? What, you know, not to get their approval, but to see, okay, will that fly? Like, will this idea fly? Getting that confidence and having a wonderful support system with my family and my husband saying, go for it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for it. Let's do this. So I, I completely, I closed, sold my investment practice, my investment business, and have opened up a wellness advisory business. Wow. You're Over very 50. lucky to have a supportive family <laughs> while going through that change. So yes. I believe probably a lot of the negative self-talk was on you then. Yeah, it really was. I mean, there was nobody sitting here telling me I couldn't do it. It was my own mental chatter saying, oh, because I'm over 50. So I'm like, oh, who starts over at this stage? I'm like, where am I going to go with this? And, you know, you look at, and at, I think that comparison thing is just the biggest evil out there looking at other people going, oh, well, they've done this for so many years and who am I coming in to do this? And you have to, I, it's a constant reminder that, okay, Yes, you do have what it is. I keep reminding myself, I do have the background. I do have where I can help people in this lane. Will I be a doctor to them? No. Will I be a therapist? No, but I can help in the planning. So it's really, really tapping into what can you help with? Like, where are you where, where you can get everything to align and just keep reminding yourself, yes, you can do this. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's, well, now we see it from hindsight, right? Like, yeah, you do yeah. have it, but I'm sure- through the process, there's all these thoughts about, oh my goodness, I'm going to school at age 50. Because I hear that a lot when people are going to school and even in their 30s, right, yeah. for another certification or just going after their true dreams. Yes. And they have this feeling that we are behind, right? It's late. How did you overcome that? That's a really great question. I love, there's something you said earlier on about, well, in three years, where will you be? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're still going to, you're still going to age. Like that's not, can't stop father time because that's, that's just going to keep marching on. It's really, so we're, as a family, we love our sci-fi movies and everything. And Transformers happens to be a, a big family favorite. And there's a fantastic quote that I actually have on my wall, like on the other side of my computer here, so I can see every day that says 50 years from now, when you're looking back at your life, don't you want to be able to say you had the guts to get in the car? And it's from the Transformers 2007 movie after Bumblebee had this big old match down robot fight, right? And they're like going, you really want to get in that car? Um, and, you know, I, I put that up when I left corporate America to start off my own RIA, then not my own, but to actually join one and be actually on my own. And I just have had it up ever since and just think that, okay, really, seriously, it's like that rocking chair moment when you're sitting in your rocking chair later on down the road, down the road, and you're looking back on your life. Is there something that we will have a regret that if you didn't do and you perp and you had the ability to do it, it was going to be hard. It wasn't going to be easy by any means, but you had the ability to do it. Will you regret not doing it? And so I kind of have this no regrets philosophy going, I think deep and hard about it. I'm like, will I regret not doing this? And the question and the answer is yes or no. And I would have regretted not leaving and at least giving this a try. Yeah, I totally feel you. I love that. I'm all about what's that other quote that says, um, you'd rather live a life of oh wells than a yeah. life of regret. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I think this this no regret motto should really motivate you to try new things and take 
scary leaps. And really, it's not scary leaps, it's exciting leaps. Well, they are. They're really exciting, Lisa. And, you know, you don't want to sit there and say, just do it just to do it. There's a lot of thought process that still I think you need to still go through that thought process. Don't overthink it uh, by any means, because that's also a really great trait. We're wonderful at doing right. Don't overthink it. But just, you know, it's 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 especially if it's a business decision, you do have to weigh your pros and cons on is will this fly? Will I be able to make revenue? Will I be able to put food on the table? All that kind of stuff. But if the answers are yes, you can. And there's other people who've done it. Then the next is your own, your own belief system and your own, and it, it's scary. And there's lots of things that you're addressing within your side and, and within your system to say, okay, can I really do this? A lot of times it's, you just have to address that fear and you go on despite the fear. Fear never goes away, but you go on despite the fear and you just, you know, and, and again, it's great to have a good support system. I've had great friends who've supported my, my family supported tap into those people because they're the people you're going to lean on when times get tough and they will get tough. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching systems, um, your group of masterminds there. It's essential to your personal and professional growth. Absolutely. And absolutely. Because we can't do this by ourselves. We can, but boy, it's awfully lonely and it's only anyway. But it's just that reinforcement and that help that you get when you're you're struggling a little bit. And it, I found that's been absolutely invaluable to keep moving forward because a lot of there's a couple uh, for friends that we lean on each other and we're pushing each other forward. So it's a good accountability as well, too. Yeah, but you got to make sure your friends are on the same path as you. Yes. You got to make sure your friends that you speaking to, they have the same goals and vision as you. That's the only way that's going to work, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the folks I'm talking about are the people who were both t- were trying to do the same thing. And we're both, you know, we're launching courses. We're trying, we're, we're, we launched books. I'm like, my book got out there because I had, was working with someone else who was also launching her book and we would hold each other accountable and we would prop each other up when we were having, you know, those down points when, cause I know you just put out a book as well too. It's like those down points of those doubts, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going through the editing process. This sucks. Like, you know, all of these things that you have to do to get it out there. It's wonderful to have someone else to lean on who's going through a similar process because you understand each other's pain points and the joys. Yeah. And that's also the beauty of surrounding yourself with people who are going same places as you. Like for us, everyone around us have books and everyone we're talking to have written books. And it's just so amazing to talk to amazing, remarkable women like you, Kelly. It just lightens, it excites my day. I'm really excited to wake up to speak to each of you. Well, it's, you've had some wonderful guests on. I've enjoyed the podcast and hearing of it. Like, oh, yes, yes, I get that. Yes, that's it. <laughs> it's just helping. Like, oh, I remember that. Okay, yes, I remember. I need to remember to do that. Wonderful. <laughs> right. And I know you run and participate in a lot of obstacle course races. How has that impacted your life? You know, it's been huge. And that's part of what prompted me to write the book in that respect. We got started in obstacle course races when my husband had, uh, he had brain surgery back in 2014. And it was to remove a pineal gland cystic mass in the middle of his brain. And at the time he happened to be about, he had, I think he was was 45 and I was 43. So we're in our early forties with two young kids, uh, seven and nine. And we happened to my friends invited me to join them on this course called the Warrior Dash, which unfortunately is no longer there. But getting into that and my husband seeing that while he was on his recovery process really kind of sparked this, oh, I want to do this obstacle course. This looks like fun. Now he's a Marine, so that really kind of tapped into who he is. But 
one, what you thought would be a one and done type of thing has not been. We've done over 14 or 15 courses. In fact, we came back from one over the Labor Day weekend called Conquer the Gauntlet. And every time I go out there, I take on another thing or I don't take on another thing, but I've realized I've faced my fears. I've gotten stronger. I've pushed myself to limits that I didn't think I could push myself. And the people that you run into on these courses, they're just big family. It's been, it's taught me a lot about collaboration and helping each other, just diving in regardless of who is next to you, because the whole goal is to accomplish these obstacles and you help each other along the way. And the conversations we've had on the courses have been amazing. Some of the aha moments for me have been incredible. Like when I had to get my daughter over this big 14, almost 14 foot wall, but I had tried to get over it myself for through. It was my third time when, when my daughter showed up with us to do it. And I was giving up on myself and I was like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. Why am I even trying? And then I heard my daughter below me go, you got this mom. And all of a sudden it like turned. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, like, I can't let myself go down this because she's got to get over this thing. So, you know, reflecting back on those, I realized, you know, that's not, it's not just the wall itself, but it's how important my role is as a mother to my kids. You know, I have a son and a daughter and just, you know, being there and showing them, you know, they've been through this whole process of writing the book and with changing jobs and, you know, going out on my own. And understanding that you can do this, it's hard, but they need to see us fail and they need to see us succeed. And we've had a very open relationship with our kids and discussed a lot of things with them. So I now see them going out and taking on things that I hope we inspired. I hope that was part of it, but it's leading it's leading the way. Oh, that's so beautiful. I really touched my heart. I felt that, like I felt that push from my daughter when I was writing my book. Like she'll say, mommy, are you finished with your book yet? <laughs> I was like, no, it, there's a little bit of a delay. And she'll like, but I think you would make a great author. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's they're, they're those precious moments and the imprint that we forget that we have on our kids by our actions, not just our words. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so your book is about the five strategies people can mm-hmm. use to tap into conquering their obstacles. So just real quick, what are those strategies? So the strategies are recovery, discovery, persistency, creativity, and collaboration. And it was really funny. Someone said, there's like, how do you start the book with recovery? And I'm like, well, because we're always recovering from something. Like in our case, it was, we were covering from some injuries. And also we were in our early forties and my back had gone out on me. My husband, you know, he's recovering from his brain surgery. And we're sitting, we're at that point in our life with our busy schedules going, is this how life is going to be? Like, wait a minute. I can't fathom my life being, you know, feeling like this pain with my back and all, you know, all this other stuff going forward and that we're not able to go out and do the things that we want to do and that I know we're capable of doing. So it really is, we have to, that's that push forward the goals and say, no, you know what? Yes, we have to recover from this. Yes, this is a setback, but I want to be able to continue doing these things. I want to continue being able to, you know, whether it's start a business or, go out on the course or or do something physical, what do I need to do to get myself to that point? And then it's kind of backing it up to say, okay, I am here. I want to be here. What steps do I need to take to get there? And that really is from everything that could be recovering from a divorce. It could be recovering from any setback. We had fertility issues. So we were constantly going through that early on. 
you know, we're always recovering from a little something. So that whole recovery process is setting goals. And then I go into other strategies as well. Once you kind of tap through into that one with finding your why, of course, finding your purpose, persisting through things, whether you want to. The other thing on that one though, is what do you not need to do? Cause there's a lot of obstacles that I don't need to do. <laughs> And I've really come to realize and be okay with that. So, and then of course being creative and then the collaboration that I've mentioned earlier on the, on the course. I love that. I make all my clients make a list of all the things they're not, not to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. Cause we're so big on to-do list and I hate to-do list. I don't do them, but I think <laughs> to not do yeah. that's way more important. Well, I think it really, I think it really is because sometimes, and again, as a mom and we have this tendency to fall into, I'm going to be super mom and, you know, I'm going to do everything. And it's easy for our families to let us do everything. And when you're like, oh, no, wait a minute. I, I really need to, you know, you, you know, you need to go do the kitty litter. I'm not doing the kitty litter. Like that's your job. You go get that done. You know, letting, you know, letting your husband go to the grocery store or, you know, other things. You know, granted, you have to give him a very detailed map, but that's okay. We can do that. <laughs> But, you know, there are so many things that we take on because we're supposed to be super mom that I've realized over the years, I'm just, I'm slowly killing myself with stress by trying to take everything on. So pulling that back a little bit more, I'm like, nope, I don't need to do that. Awesome. So besides that transformer quote, is there another quote that you go by in life? That's a really good question. I, you just stopped me for a minute. I just keep, you know, probably not a, a quote per se, but just keep pushing forward. Honestly, that's it's there's this cute little move. There's this cute little Christmas story or Christmas video or whatever, a cartoon that talked about just put one step in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door. I really, when I find I'm overwhelmed with things, I lean back on that just one foot, just one foot in front of the other. Just keep moving forward. Even though you might just move inches that day, you've at least moved a little bit. So Probably that would be another, that other thing that I lean on a lot is like, you don't, it doesn't have to be big productions. Little things do just fine. Perfect. Beautiful. Baby steps forward. Keep yes. moving forward. Just don't stand still. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So besides searching for your book on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, where else can we find you? So you can find me on my website, kellymagden.com. And then you can also, my company is Power Through Wellness. So there are, we're out on Instagram and Facebook, Power Through Wellness. You can follow us there. And then of course on LinkedIn, you follow it or Power Through Wellness and myself on LinkedIn as well too. So you'll see, try to hit all the social media stuff. That's the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'll make sure to link those below. Thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate our time together. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 